Welcome back to another episode of the Ideas Exchange presented by InExpress Podcast. I am your host, Paul Castleberry, and this is the podcast where we're diving into all aspects of business, whether it be entrepreneur, franchising, being a franchisor, tech, advertising, marketing, I don't know, whatever you can throw in there, we try to cover that here on this podcast. And my guest today is another InExpress own, Madison, Rossi. Madison, welcome. Hi, Paul. How are you? I am so good. If I was any better, I have to change my name to Madison. <laughs> a, that's well, an old you. school one. That is, yeah, that's a, I think you said that to me the first time we ever met. I, I got like, it. This from, guy's good. I got it from Dustin. He's the one who taught me that. So nice. I just try to let that legacy live on. So, Love well, that. welcome. Uh, I, I, I want to first start out with uh, you telling everybody kind of about yourself how, when you started with Express, your journey with it so far, because I think that's kind of important to today's episode and the topic we're going to dive in. So give us the 411 on Madison. Yeah, thank you. So my name's Madison Rossi. I go by Maddie. Um, I tried to go by Madison in my professional life, and it just feels kind of weird. I'm Maddie. So call me whatever you want, honestly, um, as long as it's not pejorative. But um, I started with an Express in 2016. Um, I started in relatively entry-level role. I was 22 and a half years old, and I didn't honestly think that this is where my career was going to take me. I kind of thought that I would be with an Express for a couple of years, finish my degree, and then I'd move on. And honestly, um, this is a story that I tell in Discovery Day all the time, but I'm being 100% serious. The first time I went to an Inexpress convention and I saw a franchisee that I had seen go through Discovery Day and then go through training and then, um, you know, learn how to do their invoicing and struggle through that first year. As soon as I saw them accept an award at convention and think like, I kind of had a little bit of a role in that and I kind of helped them get to where they are. I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just started kind of asking for some more responsibility here and there and saying, what can I do? How can I help out? Um, Dustin came to us as a, a franchise support team and said, Hey, who would want to eventually be a coach? And I put my hand up. There are a couple of other you know, people on the team that put their hand up and said, yeah, let's do it. Um, so I started working really closely with our Canadian country manager at the time. His name's Brett Thurston. Um, and at the time in Canada, we had like 10 or 12 franchisees. So we didn't have a corporate office up there yet. It was really small. I think Rhett was like working out of his home office. Um, and in 2018, he said, it's time. We're going to you know, create a Canadian office. Um, there were a few people that interviewed for the position of operations manager, and I ended up getting it. By August of 2018, I packed everything in my little Volkswagen Jetta and was driving across the country. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I started as operations manager, and that meant a lot of different things. It was just Rhett and I up there at first, you know, with all the, the franchisees, supported, of course, by the U.S. office. But um, we really kind of built it up and, um, you know, of course, running all of the the office operations, but then also I um, went out and sold as if I was a franchisee. I wanted to understand the Canadian market, wanted to get out there, um, sold with some franchisees and started coaching some franchisees when I was up there as well. Um, then in 2019, Rhett moved into a different role and I was still on my, I was on a two-year visa working in Canada and Dustin and I had a conversation and he said, hey, we need an interim country manager. Would you want to take on the role? And as a 25-year-old who has <laughs> been in the business for 
three years at this point. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive, but I've never sure. been someone to, you know, back away from a challenge. So I said, okay, let's do it. Um, and that year was really where I learned probably the most out of, you know, any of the years in my career thus far. Um, learned a lot about, you know, business operations, how to do a PL, how to do a budget, um, and a lot about coaching. Yeah. And so then from there, you know, we brought on Paul Paquette as the Canadian country manager, who is now at this point our America's CEO. Um, so awesome. He's, he's a, a really big mentor of mine also. Um, yeah. And then, so I moved back to the U.S. and took on the role of onboarding and coaching director. So what that means, onboarding is kind of, you know, franchisee's first year in business. So in that first year, they really need some help. You know, they yeah. need people to help them figure out how do I, first of all, how do I build a book of business? Like how, you know, what kinds of really basic stuff, like what kinds of customers do I go after? How many calls do I need to make? How many doors do I need to knock on? Um, and then also kind of how do I diversify my business? Then after that first year, they're moved to a, a different coach who's kind of what we call it the heart of the network coach who helps mm -hmm. them take it to the next level. So we've still yeah. got that, um, you know, hands-on weekly calls support, but kind of more, how do we grow your business? How do we, um, you know, help you open up an office, start hiring, that kind of a thing. Gotcha. So you've really seen it from all angles, the business and, and you know, how to run, run a franchise and what they go through and the struggles and all that kind of stuff. So you, you touched on the topic that I wanted to dive into for this episode, and that's coaching. Uh, when I came to InExpress, first of all, I'd never been part of a franchising organization, uh, so that was new to me. But then I heard this term business coach uh, when I came on board, and I thought that was kind of weird, to be honest. I'm like, what do you need a coach for and uh, a business coach for? It, it doesn't make sense to me. So I wanted to touch on that for this episode, the importance of having a business coach and kind of diving into more of what that means, not only for us, but just kind of like business as a whole, if anybody else is probably looking at tackling this and, and adding that component. So why, why don't you break that down for us a little bit more, what a business coach is and, and why you think that's important? Yeah, definitely. So I think having a, a coach in pretty much any area of your life is a good idea, right? So what I'm going to talk about kind of pertains to, it could pertain to life coaching or fitness coaching. Um, and I think what that really kind of comes down to is there are three main areas that as a coach, we help franchisees in this specific um, example within Express, we help franchisees with. So the first one is guidance. So helping them to create goals. So if it's a brand new franchisee, it might be what do you want to do within your first year? Do you want to break even on your investment? Do you want to go above and beyond that? Do you want to, you know, buy a boat? Do you want to go on a crazy vacation? How much, you know, what do we need to do to get there? Yeah. So that can be not just setting a goal, a gross margin goal, but um, how many calls do you need to make? How many doors do you need to knock? What kinds of customers do you need to bring on to get you to that level? So it's guiding them. I think also that what comes into guidance too is, having someone who can see your blind spots. Sometimes I think, especially as a brand new business owner, it's sometimes a little bit hard to see the forest through the trees. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're really focused on like, how do I make my first thousand dollars? And sometimes it's hard to see big picture. So having someone who can guide you through that, you know, most of our, all of our coaches actually have been business owners. So they can say, okay, I've done this before. I know what this looks like. I know how to be successful in this, in this arena. Yeah. Um, I think so guidance is part of it. 
Secondly, and I think most importantly, is accountability. So mm. not just, I'm not going to, you know, create these goals for you. I'm not going to do it for you. We created these goals together and I'm going to hold you accountable to those goals. I think that piece of it really needs to be established when in the very beginning of the relationship need mm. to be really upfront and say like, Hey, we're going to do this together. I'm going to help you get where you need to be. I'm going to help you achieve your goals but I'm going to hold you accountable. And I might be a little harsh on you. You know, if, <laughs> if we talk on Monday and we say you need to make 50 calls, then I text you on Friday and you've made 10. We're going to have a conversation about that. And we're going to talk about what that means for your business. Cause yeah. for the coach, you know, I mean, obviously they want them to be successful, but it's not their business. It's the franchisee. So it's like, right. Hey, you know, I'm in a, I'm doing what I can to help you be successful. You've got to do, you've got to hold up your end of it also. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say the third thing and then I'll, and then I'll, you know, we can talk about questions, but no, the third thing is um, encouragement. So really understanding the franchisees, what they, how they like to be, um, you know, I guess encouraged. Mm -hmm. Is it, are we, are we kind of saying, okay, you know, is it a carrot or a stick? So is it like, you know, if you don't get here, Mm -hmm. then you won't be able to go on that vacation. Or is it more like, I'm so excited about this vacation. Here's what we need to do to get there. Um, and encouraging them and understanding what their goals are, why they want to get there, um, and and how to really encourage them and build them up and believe in them and show them that we do believe in them. Yeah. Very cool. So as a business owner, if I'm uh, coming into you know, owning my own franchise or whatever, if I've got a business coach holding me accountable, I, I would kind of feel like I'm being micromanaged in a way. Do, do you find that that's the case with, with business coaches and them having to do that or for, you know, fill that role or like what's, what's that look like? Yeah. So it's a really interesting dynamic with franchising because if we were not a franchise organization, if we were just managing salespeople, then we would take a different appro- approach. It would be sales management and it would mm-hmm. be, you know, a lot of um, really strict accountability. Like, Hey, if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen. But with franchising, you know, they're a business owner. So it is, you know, we can't, there's not any way to force a franchisee to do something. We have to really just kind of lead them in the right direction. So I think what that all comes down to is the relationship between the coach and the, and the franchisee. And like I said, establishing that really early on, like, Hey, I'm here to support you and to help you reach your goals. I'm not here to micromanage you. I'm not here to be your boss or your mom. I'm here to, you know, look at your blind spots, help you figure out where you can pivot and how we can, you know, help you build a really well-rounded book of business. Um, And I'm here to be also kind of a mentor, like ask me questions. Let's talk about it. Um, So I think it's, it's really about the relationship and the attitude of both the coach and the franchisee. Yeah. I'm sure that's uh, it takes some time to build that, right? Like it's not going to happen overnight. It's gotta, you gotta build that up. What, what makes for a good coach? What makes for a bad coach? Oh, good question. This is something I've been um, really thinking about and and going over over the last little while. Um, A good coach is someone who can be encouraging and also be, you know, that, that accountability partner and Mm -hmm. isn't afraid of having those hard conversations. Um, I think sometimes it's really easy to build a relationship with someone and then it's like rosy and everything's great. (laughs) But if the franchisee isn't doing what they need to do to hit their goals, like we've got to have some hard conversations. Yeah. So that's, that's a good coach. I think um, what could come into play as a bad coach is maybe someone who 
of course, like I said, doesn't, isn't willing to have those, those hard conversations, but also someone who's maybe just checking a box, like just having to mm. call every week. Hey, how's it going? Okay, great. Talk to you next week. And not yeah. really like diving in and, and understanding the business and where the gaps are. Well, I think that's human nature too, right? Like somebody knows when you're being genuine about reaching out to them because you can, you're concerned and, and when you're not. So I'm sure that kind of comes across, right? Um, Absolutely. So as a, as a business owner who might be thinking of adding, you know, a business coach into their organization, what what are some tips or pieces of advice you'd want to give to that person? I would say if you're looking for a business coach, um, and you, you know, you don't have one already, I would say, look for someone who you feel like you can trust. So have some conversations with them. Um, trustworthiness in terms of like, first of all, are they going to have the time to sit down with me once a week in the beginning and, and, you know, really go through what we need to do to, to hit our goals. Um, also someone who has some credibility. So someone who's maybe done it before, or who has, has, you know, a certain level of education where you and that goes back to trust where you can say, okay, they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and not feel like, um, you know, maybe they're just, they're just checking a box. Like I said, um, yeah. I would also say someone that you, um, it's almost like, like finding maybe a therapist or something, you know, someone that you have mm-hmm. a really good rapport with and you click with on a personal level. Um, Cause it's somebody you're going to be spending a lot of time with and you might have to have some tough conversations. So if you can't have that, um, you know, really good personal relationship with them, then it's going to be awkward when you, they have to hold you accountable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are some of the pitfalls with coaching that you've seen in your time uh, in this role? I think that sometimes um, if a coach has too much going on, so if they're coaching too many franchisees, it can be really hard for them to spend the amount of time that they need to with each individual to be able to give them what they need. So what we've done over the last couple of years is really kind of tailored which coach is coaching which franchisee and how many franchisees they coach to make sure that they're not overwhelmed and they have the time to really, and it's not just that one hour a week when you have a call, it's preparation and leading up to that and looking at reports and showing, okay, here you maybe have really, maybe your business, just an inexpress example, but maybe you are really heavy on freight and LTL and you don't have a lot of small parcel. Okay, let's go look at that. Are there any customers who are, are using us for freight that maybe we could go back and take a look at their small parcel? So somebody who's willing to really dive in and, and do that is where we want to be. I think if you sometimes if you have too much on your plate, it's hard to be able to prepare. If you're talking to 40 franchisees every week, mm. it's going to be hard to spend an hour preparing for that coaching call before you get there, right? So I think um, coaching bandwidth can be a pitfall. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's the biggest one that I've seen over the last little while. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, 40 franchisees trying to manage those in a couple of days. I don't think that's going to work out very well for you. So <laughs> exactly spread that out a little bit for sure. What, what are some tips you would give to uh, coaches or, or businesses that want to add business coaches, whatever, um, to have success with, with this role and this kind of a, a dynamic? I'd say vet your coaches really well. So make sure that you maybe if there's a way to do like a, a, so if you're thinking, if you're a business owner, if you're maybe a a franchisor and you're thinking about bringing business performance managers or business coaches on, vet them really well. Do some um, working interviews. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like people who've been in sales in the past, 
it's really easy for them to perform really well in an interview. Um, and then maybe you get into it and they're, they're maybe they can, not, they the, can sell themselves, right? Absolutely. So yeah, do a working interview, make sure that they, they really know what they're talking about. Make sure they've got the background and that they can interact well with, with your franchisees or your, um, you know, your salespeople, whoever that is that you're, that you're bringing on. If you're an individual person who you're maybe a small business owner and you're like, I'm looking for a business coach, same thing. Look for the experience, look for that, um, that personal relationship, somebody who's excited and has a lot of energy. I think that's a, a huge thing, the, the energy and being able to push forward because you want somebody who you can call if you've had a rough day of sales and be like, hey, I just made 50 calls and three people talked to me. Everybody else hung up on me. And the coach can be like, hey, that's cool. You made your 50 calls. Get back up on the horse tomorrow. Let's do it. So somebody who's energetic and, yeah. and willing to push forward. Very cool. Well, Madison, this has been insightful. We're coming up to the end of our time together. Any other advice or insights you want to give before we close it out? Um, I don't think so. I would say even if you do have a business coach, also find someone, especially if you're a new small business owner, find someone who can be a mentor of yours that's maybe not your business coach. So your business coach should be really rigid in um, holding you accountable, right? But your mentor should be someone that can kind of maybe help you avoid unnecessary mistakes and really be your friend and encourage you. Your business coach should probably not be your friend. Your business coach should be someone that is, um, you know, kind of like a, kind of like your soccer coach or, you know, someone like that, who's really helping you to grow and can call you out on your stuff. Then also find a mentor who can be someone who can, you know, just encourage you without any, um, any expectation of accountability. So that would, that would be a big piece of advice for me. Very cool. Well, time to end it with a random question. I always love doing this. It's fun for me personally. What do you miss most about Canada? Oh my gosh. There's so many things that I miss about Canada. Um, I would say, I'd say the maple syrup. Definitely. Yeah. The thing I miss the least is the winters. Um, <laughs> but I love Canada. Toronto is one of the most beautiful cities I've ever been to. Very cool. We'll have to get uh, Mr. Paquette to bring down gallons of syrup for us. So you can just have <laughs> your fix. So Madison, Absolutely. thank you so much for your insight, your time. It's been insightful for me. I know our listeners will get something out of that. So thank you very much. Thanks so much, Paul. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ideas Exchange podcast presented by InExpress. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to show us some love and support, please share it out with others on social media or leave us a rating and review. If you want to know more about what InExpress is, visit InExpress.com to find out what they do and how they can help you and your business. That's I-N-X-P-R-E-S-S dot -S com. Thank you so much, and we will catch you in the next episode.